Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up, and move the ball. Hey, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you for another episode of Move the Ball. First of all, if you haven't already done so, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and also leave us a review. Now, today's episode is very different than the other episodes. I don't just have one guest inside the huddle with us. I wanted to do something different. We're currently going through just an interesting time, and I know that interesting doesn't even describe it. When 2020 first started out on January 1st, everyone had these great plans, ambitions for the new year, and things kind of went in a different direction. That doesn't mean, though, that we have to end this year on a low note. We still have four more months of 2020. So we can still turn this around and make this year a good year. And I just want to share a little bit about how my year has been going because like everyone else, I didn't expect it to go in this direction, but I've also enjoyed the journey. I've trusted the process and it's been a year that I'm going to be proud to say was my year one of being an entrepreneur. So let me talk to you about kind of how my year went a little bit. So back in... March, when end of February, beginning of March, we had all this pandemic stuff really kicking up and the world kind of just fell apart, right? And for me, many of you know that I'm in the Army National Guard. I'm a military lawyer. I was concerned about, am I going to get called up to help with this pandemic? That did end up happening in April. So I, I got noticed at the beginning of April that I could get called up. It was either beginning of April or end of March, I got notice. And then I got the phone call. I think it was end of March. But anyway, I got the phone call beginning of April saying, when can you get here? How long will it take you? This was a Monday. I was like, can you give me till Thursday? And they're like, nope, we need you by Wednesday. So I basically packed up my stuff and I live in Chicagoland. I'm in the Michigan National Guard. So I had to drive uh, basically across a couple states to get to Michigan. I didn't know when I was going to be back home. I thought it would be a couple weeks. That ended up turning into a couple months. So I was gone until July and then I went back home. And so it's been great to be back home. I've been traveling a little bit to see my kids since I hadn't seen them in four months. And so uh, that was not how I expected the year to be. Also, many of you know that I left my corporate job at the end of last year to be an entrepreneur. So this is year one as an entrepreneur. And uh, again, things didn't kind of go how I wanted them to in the beginning of the year. And I really knuckled down and I thought, you know, this coronavirus thing, this is not something that I planned for. None of us did, but this is another obstacle that I'm going to figure out how to tackle, how to overcome and tackle. And I'm going to have a great story on the other side of it. And I've shared in a couple other episodes and I've also posted about it online that year one was a six-figure year for me, or it is a six-figure year for me. The year's not over. So I've done some adapting. I've made adjustments. I figured out what my new game plan needed to be so that I could have that kind of a year. And I'm pretty proud of that. And the reason why I wanted to do 
this show this way in a different format instead of just having a guest on is who knows how long we're going to be in this pandemic. Uh, I think we all know it's going to be quite some time we're adjusting to a new normal. I think that the fear that people had at the beginning of this thing has subsided some, but there are still people that are pretty fearful, pretty uncertain about what the future holds. And what I wanted to do with this episode is I wanted to just pull back. I've had some fantastic guests. I've appreciated everyone who's come on the show and shared their insights and their wisdom. And so what I want to do is I put together just a, a few different, I've got a number of clips that just highlight some very important concepts that I think are really important, especially going through coronavirus and adjusting to this new normal so that you can, in fact, have a great rest of 2020. So I hope you like what I've put together for this episode. Uh, the first uh, clip that I want you to hear is I'm going to take you all the way back to day one of the podcast. So move the ball, the podcast kicked off the day after the Super Bowl. So February 3rd, 2020, we kicked off. And so I'm really excited to share with you my very first guest on the show was a guy by the name of Chris Leak. Chris was the quarterback that took the Florida Gators to the BCS championship game and won back in the 2006-2007 season. So he was the quarterback that led the team to the championship before Tim Tebow. And he just shares some really great things in his episode. I'd, I'd highly encourage you to listen to it if you like what I'm sharing here. It's a great episode. Chris is an amazing person. He's one of those people that I hold in very high Regard And so I wanted to start off by sharing with you a clip that talks about adversity and, and trusting the process. And I think it's important in this time, especially that we trust the process. So I'm not going to steal his thunder. So have a listen. And I hope you like this clip from that episode. There's going to be adversity no matter what. Whether you're up 50 points, you know, there's the possibility of complacency. If you're down 50 points, you have to make a decision. Are you going to keep moving? Are you going to keep moving forward? Are you going to keep moving the ball, as you would say, and just keep fighting and trust the process that regardless of the outcome, that the process is more important than the result. That's the one thing I think a lot of times, especially in today's culture, is that we're so result driven instead of process driven. If you focus on the process, if you fall in love with the process, the results will come. And that's one thing that I have learned through the process of being a quarterback and understanding the task that you have to have is being a coach and uh, developing players and obviously being a player. You have to fall in love with the process. The results will come if you give your all to the process. What you do determines the outcome. Your decision making determines the outcome of the team, just like a golfer. You have to manage so many different aspects of the game. And that's the one thing about being a great quarterback. In order to become a great quarterback, you have to be able to manage. They manage the game first. And then you can work on making the big play, being explosive offensively and things like that. But you, you have to keep your team on schedule. You have to be able to manage so many different aspects and your game. You have to manage people, emotions, the aspects of formations, play calling, those type of things as everybody who's an avid football fan understands that the task of a quarterback is very difficult. And that's why you see the great ones that they, they last a long time because they take the time to focus on the little things and they do them so well over time that you almost uh, 
don't see the little nuances, but like the guys like Drew Brees, like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, you see these guys and they do the little things so very well that it's almost unconscious for them now. And uh, they have ultimately that leadership ability to lead by example and their performance which is so crucial for a quarterback that leads to leadership success. So that mindset, that poise, the absolute focus, I mean, that's what's required for the position, definitely when you're on and off the field. And you bring up some great pro quarterbacks that are currently playing. And some things about them is, I mean, all of us have talent. We're at different levels of talent, but these guys work at being better every single day. So, you know, we see them playing on game. They're like, wow, they threw an amazing pass or they, they, you know, made a great play, but it's also because they work at it. It's the practice. It's that continual focus on trying to be better in move the ball in the book. I talk about the great leaders and great players are always focused on continual improvement. And those people that you mentioned are very focused. I mean, they practice that they look at, you know, improving on those little things too and that's what makes them even better of a quarterback yeah no doubt i tell you one of the things that i've learned from those guys being around them and you know during my young career in the nfl and being around guys is their focus on every single year was to reinvent themselves they would reinvent themselves every year so that once the year ended and they went into the next at the beginning of the next season it was almost as like they would just erase everything that happened and focus on like as if they knew nothing. And that type of mindset will make you continue to work. And you hear stories like uh, Kobe Bryant making sure he hit a thousand shots before practice even started. Tiger Woods going out and hitting over a thousand balls, you know, every day, you know, when he went to practice. It's just though it's that type of mindset that all the great ones have. Muhammad Ali, you think about Michael Jordan, there's a there's a commonality Amongst all the greatest athletes in the sport, it's undeniable that the, the work ethic that you have to have and the, and the time commitment that it took them to be as good as they were, and they were willing to do that because they loved the process. They loved the practice. They loved the art of the game. And it showed. It showed when they performed. And that's definitely a lesson that anyone can take into life, into the business world, into raising a family and those type of things. There's different things into their faith, you know, having that mindset can really help you because I know it's helped me. It's helped me transition into things that the success I had on the field has definitely helped me transition into the success I've had in life. So what did you think of that? I really enjoyed what Chris had to say. Don't just be focused on the outcome, really be focused on the process. Continually improve yourself. And when you do that, things are going to work out. I really liked that clip. I hope you thought that was great. This next one is also another piece of Chris's more towards the end of our segment. And I think there's just another piece of advice that I think is important. And so I want you to listen to that now. What's the best piece of advice you would give someone else? Pretty much the same thing, except I would add to them to know your calling, know your purpose, know your calling and understand your faith. Your faith will push you through the adverse times because their adversity is guaranteed for you every day. So understand, let your faith be the driving force to your in-game decision-making to your decision-making every day in life and understand that you are enough. Who you are, how you have become, regardless of what situation you've been through, you are enough and continue to stay faithful and keep moving forward. Wow. Again, powerful. Chris's whole episode, I really enjoyed it. He was my first guest, like I mentioned. I really think he did a fantastic job. So if you like what Chris has to say, 
go ahead and listen to that episode. You won't be disappointed. And always remember that you are enough. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You deserve to live a life that you want. You deserve to be happy. And so get out there, trust the process. When adversity hits you, just have the courage to keep moving and remember that uh, you've got this. So along those lines, I want to share the next episode that I want to feature is a gentleman by the name of Kadarian Jones. Kadarian was on earlier this year, I did a special Path to the Draft series, which I'll do every year on the podcast. In that Path to the Draft series, I featured 13 potential NFL players who were coming out of college and they were draft eligible. And so Kadarian was one of those kids. He played college football at the University of Memphis. And what I asked Kadarian was to share with us a lesson that a coach or a mentor had shared with him that really stuck with him in his life. And he shares not only one, but he shares two. So have a listen to those. And I think you're really going to like what he has to share. David Johnson, he's the uh, recruiting coordinator at Florida State now. He was at Memphis uh, from 16 to 18 with me. Uh, he was my receiver coach there. One thing that he told me was always live by, live by faith and not by sight. And for people who might not understand what that means is don't live by circumstances of what happens day to day or, you know, what you're, what you're going through on a daily basis, but live by the belief that, you know, it's going to be better one day and that you're going to get through. Another coach, uh, Anthony Jones, he's the running back coach at Memphis right now to this day. Something that he told me was just always remember your name. Like there's always going to be people who might down talk you, might bash you, somebody who's in a higher authority position might, you know, try to down talk you. But at the end of the day, just remember who you are and know that, you know, that you are worth more than what somebody may be saying to you and that you can overcome whatever limitations somebody's putting on you. So those, those two guys really some special guys to me. So, what I really like about Kadarians is what he said about living by faith and not by sight. And I just think that's so important in today's time because you can't get caught up in the day-to-day and what Chris Leak said about trusting the process. As you're trusting the process, you have to live by faith as well, not by sight. So you might have one bad day. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Just have faith. Trust in your process. Focus on you. Focus on being better. And it's going to work out. So this next clip that I want to share with you is with another young man who was part of my Path to the Draft series. His name is Isaiah Wright. Isaiah played football at Temple. He was a wide receiver, and he now is currently training with the Washington football team, formerly the Washington Redskins. And one thing that I really like about Isaiah is in my segment with him, he talked about adaptability which is so important. So you've already heard about adversity, trusting the process, living by faith and not by sight. It's also important to be adaptable. So I'll let you listen to that clip. And he also talks about how he bounces back after a loss. So have a listen to that now. And what lessons have you learned from playing college football that has helped you to grow as a person and that you feel will continue to ensure your success playing in the NFL as well as being successful beyond the game? I feel like my ability to adapt above all, like it's going to be times where things happen that's unexpected and it's and it's about how you uh, persevere through that moment. Just like with this Corona, you know, it's a lot of things that can stop your process and your progress if you allow it, you know, it's limitations, but you always got to be able to maneuver the difficult situation to 
you know, get back to that path of success. How do you bounce back after a loss? So you got to first know what caused the loss, you know, like trying to think of what the solution would be to fix that problem and then the plan of how to execute the solution. Along with everything that I've shared so far, you have to have another thing that's important, especially in this time of coronavirus, is having confidence. You have to believe in yourself, believe in your ability to figure things out. And so I want to share this next clip on confidence. It was from a guest that I had who plays for the Indianapolis Colts, Naheem Hines. So Naheem is a running back for the Colts. Uh, He played at North Carolina State, and he was not only a football athlete, but he was also a track star as well. And Naheem, I've had the pleasure of getting to chat with him on numerous occasions. I saw him last at the NFL Combine back in February. And so have a listen to his clip on confidence, because I think this one is one that you're really going to like. Oh, it's simple, honestly. Life, sports, everything, it's all about confidence. If you don't believe you're going to do something, you're probably not going to do it. I've even seen players who've elevated their game. Uh, We've all seen somebody in maybe a video game or any sport or anything who maybe is not as good as they think they are, but they're so confident they play better than what they are or they're better than what they should be. That's how you should be in life. If nobody believes in you, you got to believe in you. I promise you one thing, if you don't believe in you, nobody else will neither. So it has to start there. You mentally have to tell yourself whatever it is. If you're waking up, you want to be the best manager of Amazon like Naya. You got to try to beat all the other Amazon managers, but you have to also, you know, make a relationship with people. Stick with that. And whatever it is to be great, you have to do that. And it starts mentally first. Even now, every day, I think I tried to better your last year because every day when I woke up, I wouldn't say, oh, it's eight o'clock or oh, it's six o'clock. I got to go to work. I'd be like, dang, Naheem, you get to wake up and do play football. Like you get to wake up and go to practice. There's people out there who wish they could do that and they have to go to a nine to five. And some things with confidence really just comes from perspective. And that's how you have to look at it. So what did you think of that one? Confidence. If you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anyone else to believe in you? I thought that was a great perspective. And when you look at athletes out on the football field, they have that confidence that they can perform. And that's no different than us in life. You have to believe. You have to believe in your ability. And one thing I talk about often is confidence is not just about like people who have confidence. That doesn't mean they don't have doubts. And I'm about to launch my Optimize Your Life course. In there, I do quite a lengthy video on how to increase your confidence. And one of the things I talk about in there is confidence does not mean that you have doubt. But what it means is that you believe in your ability to figure things out no matter what. If you don't know the answers, that's okay. You're going to figure it out. You're believing in your ability. And I think especially in the time of coronavirus, you have to believe in your ability to figure out what you need to to be able to navigate through this time and to continue to move the ball. So the next clip that I want to share with you is by a gentleman named Anthony Trucks. Anthony played football at Oregon. He also played in the NFL, and he also was on American Ninja Warrior, and Anthony was the first NFL player to actually hit the buzzer on American Ninja Warrior. And so I've known Anthony for a few years. Great. He's got amazing energy. I think you'll really like his clip as well. And so what I wanted to pull from Anthony was he has this concept of the seven-second rule. And so this comes to when you're dealing with problems and things that are are tough in your life, 
he just takes the seven seconds to pause and figure things out. So have a listen to what Anthony has to say about his seven second rule. So I have this thing called a seven second rule. And what I do is, is whenever I get some news or something pops up or something stressful, I give myself seven seconds to wallow in it. Like just think about it and like stress. Oh, and then I go, all right, let's figure it out. Let's solve it. And the reason I do it is because whatever you go looking for, you'll find. So I choose to look for solutions before I look for excuses. And so when I go looking for solutions, like I've tuned my brain to be able to find the solution every time and then it, it rolls. So it's hard. They're all difficult things, but it's a matter of how do you choose to pursue things in the moment? Like how does your brain turn when it gets at a point of difficulty? Because if you as an entrepreneur cannot do that in seven seconds, like if you can't in seven seconds find a way to start like having joy to solve this puzzle, because we entrepreneurs, we're puzzle solvers, we're, we're problem solvers, we, we do puzzles. It's like, how do I figure out this thing to be able to have success for myself or for my clients or solve that problem? All of it's just puzzles. I really like what Anthony had to say, because I think we all need to just take a pause when the going gets tough or when things seem overwhelming, just take a pause, breathe, take seven seconds, calm yourself, and then figure out what you need to do. Now, in Anthony's episode, he's talking about the seven second rule as it applies to entrepreneurs, but that doesn't just apply in the entrepreneurial space. It applies to any of us. We should all take that pause, regroup, think about how we're going to solve that problem. And again, that goes back to the confidence, having the confidence, you're going to figure it out and you're going to identify a solution that may not be the thing that solves it. And you have to pivot and you have to adapt and have that adaptability like Isaiah talked about in his episode. And you just keep moving forward. So if you like what you hear so far, listen, check out these other episodes, Chris's, Kadarian's, Isaiah's, Naheem, Anthony Trucks are all great episodes and they share some other amazing insights as part of them. The next clip I want to talk to you about is from Tim Jennings. So, so Tim played at the University of Georgia for college football, and then he was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. He ended up winning a Super Bowl his rookie year against my team, the Chicago Bears. My son very much enjoyed that Super Bowl since he's a Colts fan. I'm sure you've heard me talk about that before on the show. And as a Bears fan, I obviously was not quite as uh, okay with the outcome. But Tim certainly was being a member of the Colts for uh, that Super Bowl as his rookie year. So there's two clips I want you to hear from Tim. The first one talks about taking lessons from every game, wins or losses, because that's important. So have a listen to that one now. I think I took something from each and every game, whether it was a win or a loss. And of course, I hate losing, but the only game I could definitely remember uh, was my sophomore year, you know, going down to LSU and then beating us on uh, the last drive, last play of the game. Uh, when I got beat by Skylar Green in the back of the end zone. So I always, I'm one of my worst critics, but I take a life lessons from each and every game, whether I have a good game and I have a bad game, but I know I've never wanted to feel that way ever again. That's one game that will definitely stick with me throughout my life, throughout my college career. And then the second clip that I want you to listen to is just how he talks about working hard. You got to put the work in if you want to achieve results. I mean, that's evident whether you're going through coronavirus or not. You got to put the work in, got to put in the effort. So here's the second clip from Tim. I would tell, you know, people, it's pretty much just working when nobody else is watching. That's going to instill in who you really are. Ways to just become a better person, a better coach, a better athlete, a better player, a better teacher. 
you know, the results going to speak for itself. And I want to know how do I got those results. And I know if I did the little things, even when nobody's watching, that's where my results come from. All right, this next clip that I want to share with you is from a gentleman by the name of Daryl Stinson. Daryl has an amazing story. I think of all the the people that have been on the show, Daryl's has been, it's just been such a powerful story of the adversity and the things that he went through. And, you know, as you're looking to navigate through coronavirus, staying connected to your purpose is important. And a little bit about Daryl. Daryl played football at Central Michigan University. Daryl got injured. Daryl tells a very powerful story about kind of where his life went. And I'm not going to say any more because I really want you to listen to this clip. Every time I listen to Daryl's episode, I get goosebumps. I'm even getting goosebumps just thinking about what I'm going to share with you from his clip because it, it is so powerful. I keep using that word, but I don't know how else to to describe it. So this one is one that really means a lot to me. And I think you'll find it very inspiring. And it's about knowing what your purpose is and having to rediscover your purpose if something doesn't work out. And we see that in coronavirus is that things may not be working out the way that we want them to. So have a listen to Daryl. So my life for two years was complete chaos mentally exhausting because I'm literally going from practices to selling drugs to classes to selling drugs to workouts and lunch to selling drugs. And it was like that for two years. Finally, uh, it just got so bad where I started the the opioids and all the epidural shots I was getting in my back um, wasn't numbing the pain enough. I I, I was running with a limp. I was still performing because I was so athletically gifted, but people could see on my film, this dude's in pain. Coaches are like, man, we can't can't watch you do this to yourself. We're going to get in trouble. And they kicked me off the team, even though they needed me. And that's when I had to face all of these feelings of insecurity, of of the fact that, you know, football could not mask, you know, because for football, it was like the release is how I dealt with all that stuff. But now I didn't have football to make me popular. So who was I? And so that led to depression. I didn't think that my life had purpose or meaning outside of sports. My opioid addiction turned into multiple substance addiction. I started mixing multiple substances to try to end my life. Um, I wrote my suicide letter. Uh, I tried to starve myself to death, and I went from 275 pounds to 219 pounds in four weeks. And uh, all these attempts at suicide landed me in a psychiatric unit. And thankfully, in this psychiatric unit, I had a life-changing experience that helped me to believe that, you know what? Maybe there is something out there for me other than football and sports. Maybe there is something that would fulfill me, like being an athlete fulfilled me. And I started to search it out. And I spent about five years researching everybody's purpose and identity. I prayed. I meditated. I did Myers-Briggs and Strengths Finder and Enneagram. I mean, you name it, I've done it because I was trying to find purpose. I, I wasn't settling for what my passion was. Like my passion was sports. I needed something deeper than that. And so uh, thankfully, I was able to find that. And I'm at a good place now. So what did you think of that? I mean, wow, powerful, powerful story. Go and listen to his episode. It was just an incredible one. His episode ended up releasing on May 25th, 2020, which happened to be my son's birthday. And in the episode, Daryl talks about his mental health 
challenges my son also had mental health challenges. Many of you probably don't know that. And I'll probably talk about that in more depth at another time. But May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I purposely chose Daryl's episode to fall not only on my son's birthday, which is in May, but also to be in May because it was Mental Health Awareness Month. It just has so much information and, and advice and lessons packed in that episode. So I think you really like listening to that one. All right, so I've got two more clips that I want to take you through on today's episode. This next one is from another Daryl, Daryl Ingram. Daryl was one of my more recent guests, and Daryl played in the NFL for five years, drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in the 1989 draft. Fun little fact, he was the only uh, rookie that was drafted by the Vikings that year to actually make the roster. And in this episode, Daryl talks about rebounding with intention. So I'm going to let you listen to that clip. I think it's important as you're looking at finding your purpose, rediscovering your purpose. If you fall down and have to make shifts, how do you rebound from falling down? So have a listen to what Daryl has to say. And I looked in the camera pretty sternly and said, always remember that when you get knocked off track, you got to hustle to get back on track and you got to do it with intention. And that intention is going to take you the place you want to go. You can't just kind of get back on track and kind of ease your way into it. You got to get back on track and you got to do it with the purpose of whatever the original goal was. That's got to be front and foremost in your mind is achieving whatever the goal was. Now, I, I was able to get an MBA back in 2002. I graduated. The path of my education. So I'm, I'm an educated person not as educated as some people in this conversation, <laughs> but educated, right? And so when I was young, I remember being six or seven and my mom was getting her associate's degree and she took me to class to be her CPR dummy. So she performed CPR on me in front of a class when I was about six. And I also saw her graduate with her bachelor's degree a couple of years later. And then when I graduated college, she, she's like, let's, I'm going to race you. Let's see who can get a master's first, right? And I was playing football, but she went and got her master's. So I saw my mom graduate, you know, associates, bachelor's, and master's during my lifetime, in my young lifetime. And so I knew from an early age that if I ever have a kid, I'm going to have to go to school when that kid can see me and understand that I'm going to school because I want to provide that inspiration for lifelong learning like my mother provided me. I was fortunate enough to enroll and get into Northwestern for a master's of sports administration degree. And I finished in 2019 and my son was there. And I told him the reason I was going back to school, I'm going back, son, so you can see me do it. I want you to see your 50-year-old dad getting a graduate degree. And my last guest is Bo Porter. Now, Bo is a little different than all the other guests that I highlighted in this episode. As Bo, he did play football in college, and every other person that I've discussed played either college or pro football. But Bo played Major League Baseball, so he was a professional baseball player. And I wanted to leave you with what he has to say, because I think it's a great way to end the episode. Yes, I think that goes to just executing the process. I think so often people set lofty goals. You know, you look at the starting point of that goal, and I think they fast forward to the destination of where they're trying to go, and they forget about everything in between, which is the process. And I think when you focus more on the process, it gives you the best opportunity to accomplish your desired result. 
And goals are just enough to get you started. I use this analogy when you look at your goals. It's like the navigation system for your life. And we all know in this day and age, you know, a long time ago, we used to have to pull out a a map if we wanted to find directions to someone, a key map. Now you can just type it into Google and it will Google Maps and it'll basically start to give you a turn by turn direction. So a lot of times when I'm speaking to kids today, I use that as an analogy and I say to them, when you put a goal or a destination point into your Google Map, and you start driving, if you get off track, immediately the navigation system will say, please make a U-turn, please make a U-turn, and it will try to get you back on track. But if you don't have a destination, one of the things in which I stress to them, this is why goals are so important, because if you don't know where you're going, you're probably going to end up someplace you don't want to be. And at least if you have a destination point, when you get off track, you will be able to see that you're off track. I would say, you know, any opportunity that you have to impact the life of someone else, take that opportunity because you never know what it's going to lead to. You may not be able to witness the outcomes, but just know that the world is a better place when each and every last one of us look for opportunities to impact the lives of other people. And I want to share this with the listening audience. Everything you do for yourself will die with you. Everything you do for someone else has a chance to live forever. So I really liked what Bo had to say about everything that you do for yourself dies with you, but everything that you do for others has a chance to live on forever. And I think it's important that we remember, especially in this time, you have a calling. You need to answer the call to lead and to make a difference. There are people that are still fearful. There are people that are uncertain of what's to come for them and they're not feeling positive vibes. So what can you do to make the world a better place? So on that note, I'm going to end today's episode. I really hope that you found this compilation of different pieces of advice from my former guest to be very helpful. Again, let me just recap. We talked about the importance of trusting the process, the importance of how you are enough. Always believe in yourself and know that you are enough and can handle anything that comes your way. Always live by faith and not by sight. Don't get so caught up in the day-to-day. Always be adaptable. You got to shift when things don't go how you want so that you can continue to move the ball. Have that confidence that you can do anything. Believe in yourself. Have the determination that you know that no matter what happens, you've got this and you're going to move forward. Remember the seven second rule. If you need to take a pause and figure things out, take a pause, breathe, figure it out. Keep on moving forward. Tim Jennings talked about taking something from every game, wins and losses, so good and bad outcomes. Make sure you're learning, having that growth mindset for everything that goes on in your life. You got to work hard. Be the hardest worker in the room. We've heard that saying before, so you got to put in the work if you want the outcomes to be successful in your life or if you want successful outcomes. Stay connected to your purpose. Sometimes you have to redefine your purpose, especially going through these times. Reinvent yourself if you need to. Rebound when you fall. It's okay. We all fall. It happens. That's part of life. So make sure you rebound with intention. And then lastly, focus on making the world a better place. So there you have it. I hope that you have found these 11 
clips to be inspiring, to be helpful for you as we navigate through these unprecedented, these tumultuous times. And if you like what you heard on any of these episodes, go back and have a listen to their full episode. All these guests did a fantastic job. They've got many, many more pieces of advice that I think you'll find to be helpful. So be sure to check them out and see what you think. All right. So on that note, I'm going to close this show. Don't forget that every day until next episode, I want you to make sure that you suit up, you show up and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.